The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. All right, what episode is this? Hi everybody, welcome to episode apparently 163 of Yes Have Some Podcast. Apparently. Why'd you say it like that? What? Apparently. Because he's got attitude. I have attitude today. What's wrong? He's What's going on? I'm, I'm trying some new, I'm trying like a new gimmick. Oh, okay. maybe a heel? I, yeah, I feel like my old gimmick's stale. Like I'm sick Hollywood, of being... Uh, Hollywood Craig Goldberg. Yeah, I'm Hollywood Craig Goldberg now. I used to be the all-American heat hero. I'd get on the podcast every week and be like, well, let me tell you something, Abigail Gardner. When you're messing with me, you're messing with the 14-inch, 12-inch pythons. Okay. What's a python? Is that an arm? Yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah. Exactly. You ever notice how Hulk Hogan says his name? He says Hulk Hogan. It's a metaphor. He says like, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, like that. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Like it's H-U-L- Kogan with a K. Yeah. Like like Toy Hall Kogan. Yeah. Hall Toy Hall Kogan. Hall Kogan. Toy Hall Kogan. Hall Kogan is yeah. going to be my wrestling name. Well, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Well, Hall Kogan, like, it's kind of like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. H-A-U-L-K-O-G-A-N. Do you guys remember we reviewed, uh, we did like a State of the Ghostbusters franchise, but like the first 10 minutes we were just doing Macho Man impressions? Yeah, very yeah, well. I remember. That was good. Classic episode. I liked it. Should we do it again? I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. I'll just do my Zoya. I got a cough going on. I, I think I'll cough. probably. Dude, We're falling apart. Actually, yeah. I'm not going to do an impression. Okay. It's fine. Uh, welcome to uh, the podcast, everybody. I am a. This fucking toy room is giving me a nightmare. I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> y'all should have been here this uh, afternoon. Y'all should. I was, y'all should have been here. Y'all should have been here. It was all falling down. I'll tell you what. Craig was in here. What it was happened? a cacophony. Why don't you tell him, Craig? It was mostly your Maddie figures. Um, so we're getting ready for PKE Surge, and we've got all these donations coming in from various companies. We do a lot of giveaways at DragonCon PKE Surge. So we've got tons of like Funko Pops and, I don't know, Pez dispensers from Funko. Mm-hmm. A lot of Funko stuff. But there's also like five huge stacks of comics from IDW, Ghostbusters comics. And I was trying to uh, just get organized and like consolidating some boxes and just kind of cleaning. And at one point I had a stack of about a hundred comics and I kind of not so gently slammed them onto the ground. I didn't slam them. Uh, that, I didn't know what it was. It wasn't a body slam. It was a loud enough slam to where I looked in towards the toy room and had to ask if you were okay. It was loud. Oh, but immediately once it hit the ground, you heard from all of the, <laughs> look, I didn't even look, look at the turtles figures right there. <laughs> I even see it. Dude. They're all falling First over. of all, Michelangelo is upside down and everybody else is <laughs> leaning up against the window like they're on their little tippy toes. Uh, 
Yeah, that's what happens when you drop something of like that's a heavy object, and then yeah, you hear everything ripple out and fall in every detail. What if I was like wrestling the IDW comics? Like, what if you walked in and like I had just slammed them down, and I was about to give them that Hulk Hogan leg drop? Yeah, like I was just leg dropping the <laughs> comics. Well, I think that the comics could take you. Okay, there you go. <laughs> We've is. got a lot of comics. So it sounds like it sounds like they did already. They did. Jake. They did. So here's the situation. We are getting ready for Dragon Con. We are getting ready for PKE Surge. A little bit later on tonight, we're going to be talking to Gary Mitchell and Joe Crow. We had them on the podcast last year. They run the American Sci-Fi Classics track at Dragon Con. Always cool catching up with those guys, seeing what they've got planned for Dragon Con this year. I know one thing they've got planned. Okay, tell me. Well, I don't know if anybody's heard. Yes, have some podcasts live at Dragon Con. One o'clock, Saturday Dragon Con, after the parade, you finish up, you do your Ghostbusters thing, you head over to the Marriott, come down to M103, I believe is the room, and we're going to be doing a little Yes Have Some Live. I am very excited. We're going to be stressing about Ghostbusters 3. Maybe that's it. Like, I feel like once that Ghostbusters stress starts, um, I don't know. What do you think, Ab? Uh, yeah, I have a feeling that it's going to start and it probably won't stop. I had the idea today to turn the, it's for us to do our stress and then to turn the mic over to the audience for audience stress. Yeah. I want to know what Give the it audience, back to the people. What are the people stressed? About? I feel like that could take up the entire hour. I feel like we finally, finally have our first live show and we just let the audience talk the whole time. Yeah. We, we, well, cause that's Abby and I were talking about it today. That's what the audience ultimately wants, right? Yeah. 100%. Like they want to be, they want to have a voice. It's like, I've talked about when I go to a concert and I, I hope the drummer breaks his arm and they go, is there a drummer? In the, <laughs> is there a drummer who can fill in? I also feel that any live, any play I've ever been to. Yeah. I'm like, God, I hope this guy playing Hamlet fucking bites the dust <laughs> so I can get in there. Put me in coach. Yeah. Or, uh, or if I go to a panel, and like I'm like, God, I hope that moderator gets sick so I can interview uh, Ric Flair right now. Or when you go to the Universal Studios tour and you're like, God, I hope that guy who's running the tour gets sick so I can get yeah, in Yeah, I, I hope the before. tram driver just fucking bites the dust. And it's like, well, we get, the show must go on. Does anybody know how this tour? And I'm like, and I sit in the front. And I go, um, <laughs> here we go off to Amity Island. Shouldn't be any trouble here, folks. As a matter of fact, whoa, what's that? It's. Oh, we can't see it. Didn't even see it. Didn't even see it. This sucks. Hey, Jake, did you know there's another yeah. part to that video that's been discovered? There's yeah. a what? The video, I you say something before you say so uh, give, didn't even see it. Give the back. The video being us at Universal Studios Hollywood watching, um, going past the Jaws portion and Jake sitting in the middle seat and not seeing the, the big moment with the shark. Um, but before you say, I didn't even see it, you hear, you, you go, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then Craig goes, Craig was like, what, man? Did you, did you, did you see it? And you go, I didn't even see it. Please, I want to see that. So, I want to, I want to yeah. see this video. Please send it to me. Hey, have to, that would be a good sh- oh. a YHS shirt. Yeah. The front oh. says, this sucks. And the back says, I didn't even see it. <laughs> I didn't even see it. <laughs> Yes, and it's just like the tiny tip of the shark fin, like just the lip tiniest yeah. coming out of the water. It's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, Jake, uh, you excited about our, uh, our our YHS Live at DragonCon? I mean, I'm a little stressed out about it because we haven't had any like um, actual talks about it as far as like what we're going to be talking about and all of that. That's so. not true. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's true. It's very true. So it's kind of stressful because it's coming up pretty soon. Guys, and we've already killed like 10 um, minutes with no plan tonight. I think we're going to be fine. <laughs> Dude, if we do it like we just do the podcast, then yeah, we'll be fine. But there we, will be a yeah, room but we full won't, of people. But we won't because we're going to be in front of people staring at us. Yeah. Uh, I don't scared. know about you guys. Well, Jake, you should just yell, I'm scared yeah. in the middle. I'm, I'm scared. scared. I'm going to quit. Um. So, Jake, what... uh? We haven't talked to you much today. What, what do you got going on in your life? Just like in my life in general? I don't know. I feel like you're probably doing something other than podcasting one hour a week. <laughs> yeah. No, this is it. I go to sleep for a week <laughs> and I wake up. <clears throat> now I'm going to um, tomorrow morning. I'm um, I'm heading down to uh, Jacksonville for the uh, – actually, I'm heading down to St. Augustine for the Jacksonville Tattoo Convention. Makes no sense. Um, yeah. I do that every year and it's always it's kind of weird this year they they moved it usually I'll I'll go to the convention I'll come back on Monday and then that Wednesday I usually head up for Dragon Con but this year um I got a week in between so it's like a I'll, I'll have a, a tiny bit of downtime in between and that's fine well, that'll be good so, but, so uh, let's say a listener is yeah. going to be in the St. Augustine area and they wanted to get that sweet Jacob Walsh tattoo, assuming you have appointments available, what, what would they do? What would I do? Let's um, say I wanted to get a tattoo from you this weekend. <laughs> well, uh, I don't have any appointments available. I am booked already. Uh, but you can go to the, uh, the, the, it's the, it's the, um, like the golf resort in St. Augustine, the one that's right by the Caddyshack restaurant. Okay, cool. Um, that's where it is. You can you can just buy a ticket. Uh, I don't know how much it costs to get in, but you can buy a day ticket or you can buy a weekend pass, and, and uh, you go in there, and I'll be tattooing in there. Very okay. cool. And if somebody wanted to follow you in your artwork, I'm trying to – I'm throwing an ollie up here, and Jake's like, I'm not catching that fucking ball. Um, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to get you to tell me what your Instagram is for the people. So we can follow oh, my, you. Uh, my, my, my work Instagram. It's a uh, Jacob Walsh tattoos. There it is. There follow is. it. See my work, get a hold of me, whatever. We'll do, some, we'll do some tattoos. Yeah. We'll do some stuff. Hey, also, uh, sick tats. Break, breaking news about St. Augustine that Abby wanted to fill us in about. Um, chance the snapper, my favorite alligator that yep. was originally from Chicago, which I just found they have chance the snapper sweatshirts and pullovers that are adorable. Um, I really want to go down there, Jake, and get an interview with him. Um, or at least he's just a, like he's at the he's at the St. Augustine Alligator Farm, yeah. which is a place that I visit. And a as lot. A, as, a, <laughs> so. as a huge fan of Chance the Rapper, uh, this is kind of the closest thing I can get to meeting uh, him and being close. Right, so right. yeah, that's yeah you can cool. just name like one of the feral cats in our neighborhood, Chance the Snapper, and that would also be like meeting him. Yeah, but this this alligator was like in Chicago, so like oh. he's got credit and he's kind of cool. He's got he's got credit. street cred. Um, he's got credit. How did they how did they get him to Florida? Does anybody know? It looks like um, it was they probably al- they probably flew him. <laughs> they put him one of one of those uh, fish <clears throat> things. Have you guys seen that this week? Uh-uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> there's like uh, oh god, you just got to watch the video. But there's this dam. Uh, somewhere and all these fish like migrate Mm -hmm. but because of the dam like they die because they can't get across this dam so these engineers built this elaborate imagine the tube you put the thing in at the bank yeah 
It's I like, was obsessed with that as It's a child. like that, but it's like hundreds and hundreds of feet that goes across this dam. And they pick up the fish manually and put them in this tube. And it shoots them over the dam and they come out the other end. Whoa. It looks like the most fun I've ever had. I'd love to do that. They should put that in at Whitewater. I would go. <laughs> They should build. They should put a dam in, <laughs> and then they should put a bank tube for humans over top of it. See, these are the ideas that get the people going. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so listen. Uh, before we move on, we are going to be talking about Dragon Con tonight, and like I said, we've got Gary and Joe coming up a little bit later. Uh, we wanted to go ahead and let everybody know about Patreon. Mm-hmm. So, if you are not yet a supporter of Yes Have Some on Patreon, please, please, please consider taking a few moments heading over to patreon.com slash yes have some and joining the patreon community we're doing two to three bonus episodes a month we cover lots of ground that we don't cover on the podcast and for five dollars down you get complete access Mm -hmm. to our archive we've been doing it over a year now there's like 30 35 bonus episodes already on the feed and then of course we've got new ones every month I have a feeling we're going to have some late night like 3 a.m dragon con bonus content Mm -hmm. and it gets weird Oh, yeah. That's where we write songs. Dude, yeah. That's We're going to drop an album on Patreon, I think. So something's going to happen. So I've been trying. To um, and uh, so listen, if you, we, we really love uh, the support. It helps us out a lot. We love building out that community. We really appreciate everybody joining up. So if you haven't yet and you're interested, head over to patreon.com slash yes, have some and uh, sign up. It's pretty easy, and you immediately get access to all of those bonus episodes. Mm -hmm. Jake, are you enjoying the bonus content for Yes Have Some? I am. I'm kind of sad we haven't done one in a couple weeks. They're Uh, fun. Yeah, they are fun. But we'll we'll have one next week and then the week after that. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm feeling... I think the week after that is Dragon Con. Well, that's <laughs> I don't think I'm we're going to have any kind of episode that week. There, yeah. Okay, sign up for Patreon. There will be no bonus content this month. Yeah, that's a good sell. <laughs> Just give us the five dollars. Anyway. Well, I mean, I mean, next week, next week we're recording, but the week after next week, we, we will literally be at Dragon Con. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We might have the opportunity to do an on-site bonus episode. That's yeah. true. That's possible, dude. We could film our panel. Well, we're going to have audio of our panel. Oh, we are. I don't know. I don't know. Here's the thing. Let me get the opinion. So every podcast does it different with their live shows. Some podcasts put them on the feed, but some podcasts say the live shows its own thing. Oh. You got to be there to experience it. Okay. I, I'm torn. I'm torn. Maybe hmm. it'll be a, a Patreon exclusive. We should record it and then see if it's good. We'll put it out there. If it sucks, then it's a Patreon exclusive. I personally <laughs> like that we waited to discuss this on our podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to have our meeting. The only time we have uh, the ability to actually discuss the behind the scenes stuff on the podcast is while recording. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, since we're doing that, Jake had a couple of issues with some of the stuff you said on last week's episode. <laughs> I just want to give you my list. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's going to be good. So sign up for Patreon. And uh, lastly, last little housekeeping thing mm-hmm. here. The YHS Universal Studios inspired enamel pins are in. They are packed up. They are ready to go. They are going out starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They look good. Oh, yeah. They're cute. They're really cute. We sold out of our pre-sale. We will have a very limited amount available. We will be posting that probably sometime next week. Mm-hmm. So if you missed out, you might have a chance, but we really don't have. It's we, super limited. Limited. We only did a run of 50 and some were allocated for a couple giveaways and then we sold a bunch and we only have a few left. 
And plus, I need one. Jake, you need one. Yeah. Yep. I'm not going to not get a pin. Yeah. It's for our Take records. One. Yeah. Jake's taking one. <laughs> Jake, what if you... Uh, what if you took the whole bag of pins and just fucking just take them all? Quit and left town. <laughs> that would be cool. This whole time, that's just what I want. I just like stole the that's fifty all you pins. I live pins. off of the money for selling them. That's like our behind the uh, music. But things took a tragic turn for yes, have some. Uh-huh. It goes to black and white. Cuts to Jake. <laughs> he goes, I just value pins more than friendship. That's just who I am. Um. But really, I'm excited about uh, getting those pins out. And I'm very excited about Dragon Con 2019. Um, yeah. Abby. Yes. You got you to gotta fill Jake in. And, well, the listeners as well. Okay. On your, your con suite situation. Oh. <laughs> well, first of all, you have to hand me. Where is the uh, the mailer, like the update? Uh, it's what's not it? in here. Oh, okay. The, you know, Dragon Con sends out the progress report. I was looking through that like right before we started recording and on the second to last page, there is like, it's a page of just information about Dragon Con in general, like locations for things that you might need while you're there. And there's an entire paragraph detailing where the con suite is (laughs) on the second floor of the Hyatt. And I wrote an entire thing last uh, summer before Dragon Con. I about um, it was like a ten part blog series about Dragon Con. One of those blog posts was about the con suite and how like mythical and elusive it is and shrouded in mystery. Um, and I wouldn't like give out details about where you could find it in that piece that I wrote. But of course, all the details are listed in your updated uh, program if you get that in the mail. So it's no, there's no They sent out like hundreds of thousands. Yeah, literally. Everybody knows. Surely that's in there every year though, right? I imagine. I just probably never saw it. <laughs> but I was, I love that I was like spinning the tail that it's like no one can find it. But you know what? You can. Nobody knows where nobody the con knows. suite lies. Here's the thing. Maybe nobody reads the program. 15 paces to the left. Here's the thing. If you see it, C-O-N-S-U-I-T-E. It doesn't even look like a word. Like mm-hmm. if I was just reading it, I'd be like, oh, that's, some, <laughs> that's not that's English. something else mm-hmm. I don't need to read. I don't know what that is. Um, well, Abby, mm-hmm. for the people who don't know what the con suite is, what is it? Well, uh, first time I think you and I discovered it, it was a Dragon Con where we were kind of broke and hungry. That's every Dragon Con. every Dragon Con, even though we're like, we're going to do it this year. Um, I'm going to spend five grand in the art room this year. It's a, it's a little spot. Like, Dude, we might. We might. This year, there's a chance. Uh, con suite. For those of you who are on a budget, it is the second floor of the Hyatt. Like when you are, there's a, a little like coffee stand, and then there's like a walkway that connects the stairwell. Hot. Yeah, stairwell. Yeah, you go up the stairwell. You will see a probably a small formation of people going into a room, and all you do is get in that line. And once you get into the room, you'll see like a, a fountain machine for sodas. Mountain Dew Code Red is like almost always available, and you get a little cup of ice. And then there's all the, these weird uh, treats available twenty four seven: snacks, refreshments. Sometimes it's like a hearty meal. Sometimes it's a half a sandwich. Sometimes it's just a fortune cookie and a piece of candy and some popcorn. And some coffee, which is sometimes all you need at like two in the morning. So um, I recommend people go up there. It's also you can kind of sit and hang out once you go through the line of food. There's like tables for people to to sit and, you know, play cards. They usually have TV on. And I'm not nice. a big drinker, but I do specifically remember one year having a couple drinks, being by myself mm-hmm. and uh, sitting down with a bowl of popcorn in the con suite with a bunch of strangers and watching Cabin in the Woods. 
It's nice. It was nice. It's a nice thing. It's a good. It's a good. Is that place weird? To meet people. It's weird because I have no idea where Abby was. Here, yeah. It is. It's a here's, little weird. Here's here's what's weird. No, if you can't go back to your room for some reason and like you wanted to go relax for whatever reason that is, go to the con. Suite. That'll be for Patreon. DragonCon gets weird. I've I'll, been in the I've been in the con suite a few times only with you guys, and the word relaxed has never come to mind. <laughs> It's kind of like the fourth floor of the potty building uh, from Parks and Recreation. It's weird, which is why I like it. There's it almost always a vomit stain and someone's it's usually belligerent. It's a little skit. It's so great. I fucking love it. It's like the weirdest gas station you'll ever go to. So, But everything's free. And I think I fell in love with it that first time I went in because I needed it so bad because I was very hungry and I was like really grateful for the tortilla chips and soup that I got there. By the way, I was being I, I specifically remember being very annoyed. No, not annoyed. What's the thing when you do the I was annoying. Yeah. The other people. <laughs> I was sitting there and Cabin in the Woods was on and like, you know, it was like 10 minutes in. I sat down. I was like, oh, I love this movie. This is good. I turned to the guy. And I was like, this is a good this is a good movie. Have you seen this? Oh, you're going to like this. Mm. And then like five minutes later, I'm the guy going, isn't this good? Like, this is better than it even should be. Yeah. That I'm like, Craig, shut you the fuck up. You did that last night in the middle of Iron Man 2 when uh, what's his name was Ooh. making his. Yeah, I watched Iron Man 2 for the first time, like over the last two nights, which I have mixed feelings about it. The two part special two event. Part, two part series. Uh no, but you were, what's his name? What's the guy that, uh, Sam Rockwell, who was just recently in Atlanta and is still in Atlanta filming. Um, you were like, once he was doing his speech, you were just like, isn't he good? Isn't this good? And I just was like, shut up. It is good, but stop <laughs> telling me it is. But people forget about, Sam Rockwell's great. Yeah. And I feel like he should be in even more movies than he is. Yeah, he's great. He's fantastic. But when you're watching a movie, you know, respect the, the movie. Okay. Well, anyway, so, <laughs> so this is an I like how issue. Abby turned this into a, you know, a, a PSA yes. for not talking during movies. Dude, we could do a whole series on that. Oh, it's important. Movies are important. What if I open up the DragonCon panel with, uh, hey, guys, we're going to have some podcasts. Here's a question. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I, I'm going to be like, OK, serious survey time. Like Scott Hall would be like. Who here likes Crew Shadows? <laughs> Everyone. There's the door. <laughs> uh, y'all better go line up. No. Ah, uh, we can't do that. Okay, no, we're, we love everyone. So, uh, Abby, you you jotted down a bunch of like uh, uh, kind of thought provoking questions concerning Dragon Con. Some of the stuff we may have covered briefly before, but we can go into a little bit more detail yeah. about it. Um, I feel like everybody finds Dragon Con in a different way. So, Jake, I'll throw you to fir- throw to you first. What uh, wh- how did Dragon Con come into your life? Um, <clears throat> you know, I started uh, I started hanging out with uh, a friend. Uh, you guys know her, uh, Molly Coffee of Zombie Cat Productions. Yep. I met her. And um, me and her and her sister and uh, we had like a a good little group of friends. We all became like really good friends really quickly. And um, she uh, was going to Dragon Con every year. So when it got close to it, she was like, hey, do you ever go to this? And I had no idea what it was. I was like, what? I, I had never been to any kind of convention or anything had no clue what she was talking about. She was like, I go to this every year. Um, you know, you should come and be really fun. So like a group of us went and I remember 
not knowing like what, how much money to bring. I didn't know anything. It was, I mean, it was over. I, I can't remember what the first year I went to Dragon Con was, mm-hmm. but I've been going for, I've been going for, I don't know, 13 years at this point, something like 13, 14 years or something. And, uh, I didn't have any costumes back then. I didn't do any of that stuff. And I remember being there in, I remember that was when I saw a group of ghostbusters and being like, uh, I like my, I was like, you can make proton pack. I was like, where do you get proton mm-hmm. packs from? I remember that was when I was like, where the fuck, how? And, and like, that was it. That's yeah, I've been that, every, I have been every year since I have not like since my first year, I have not missed a year. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's not that dissimilar from the way that Craig and I felt when we first saw Ghostbusters proton packs and yeah. everybody like assembling for the parade. Yeah. It was it's like, whoa. It's pretty mind blowing, especially like what in 2008 or 2009. Yeah. Um, right I think be- that was kind right of before, before the-, the cosplay bubble. Kind yeah, of. yeah. It was before yeah, it was very mainstream. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad you came Pre- up with an actual bang theory. Thought I was gonna make a joke. Oh, you were. Yeah, and it <laughs> wasn't. Why even do funny. It? I don't remember. I was gonna say something like, "Oh, it was 2009, right before Ghostbusters 3 came out." Oh, um, it's cool. Cosplay <laughs> bubble, but yeah. If we're all going over that, I think 2008 would have been. I didn't go 2008. Um, I think that was maybe your first. Yeah. Year. So my first year. Okay. So my Dragon Con history. I remember like my senior year of high school. During Dragon Con, there was like an article about it in the newspaper. And I remember just seeing like, it was like a picture of a couple stormtroopers yeah. in front of a hotel, like one of the hotels. Mm-hmm. And I remember being, I just remember thinking like, oh, that looks really, that that's not for me. That looks fun, but this is something that I can't go to. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems kind of like, when you see the real costumes and stuff, it's kind of intimidating. Yeah. And I think it was also a little bit before... Dragon Con became very big, like almost like I think Dragon Con was like a 10 or 15,000 person convention for years. Mm -hmm. And then there was that one year where it was like, whoa, 50,000 people showed up. And the next year it was like 70,000 people showed up. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, 2008 was my first year. I went on a Saturday. I went for one day. I was one of the, you know, I don't want to say one of those people. A lot of people go for one days, but like I, I, that was my like, I'll never forget I had the choice of either going to see Crispin Glover, and I think I've told the story on the podcast before, so let's tell Crispin Glover was doing a reading, or I could go to see Dragon Con. Uh, I had just gone through a breakup. I was feeling bad about myself, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Dragon Con and like see what the world it's has to offer. It's a good place to go if you're like God, I going was through so, that, or if you're single. so lame. Yeah. I, was, I guarantee I was being so lame. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm going to meet someone tonight, and I didn't. I went. I got. I went there by myself, and I left by myself, as a good man should. Right. Uh, I went to the Star Wars dance party. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the coolest thing. Like it was one of those things in my memories. I was like, oh my god, that was like that was like a rave. That was insane. And then I, I saw some pictures afterwards. It was like <laughs> it was like me, kind of by myself. Like the the room was pretty well lit like like in my my mind again not a big drinker it takes me like one beer and all of a sudden i think i'm in got the fucking the beginning of matrix revolutions or the first matrix but it, it wasn't as uh it wasn't as crazy as my mind remembered but i remember being very i remember going to a panel for the first time i went to the, god i went to the mickey dolan's panel you know the drummer from the monkeys wow yeah i was like oh man big monkeys fan this is great this is crossing all uh, levels of pop culture for me 
But I remember going to the, um, I think the thing that stuck with me the most was going into like the walk of fame area for the first time. And Jake, I was like you, I didn't know anything about conventions. I knew there'd be celebrities there, but I didn't know you could like be near them kind of thing. Like I didn't. Yeah. Like it's weird. It's when you, when you go to dragon con for the first time and you walk in that, like the room and there's just like, Oh, okay. Well there's, they're just sitting here. Like it's always, it's like weird. Takes a while to get used to that. God, I remember I talked to Adam West and, uh, but I was like the guy who's like does not realize that it's not really kosher to go approach someone and talk to them at their table, but not pay them money. pay them any money for. Yeah. And I was like shook his hand. I'm like, oh man, I'm such a big fan of Batman. I think the stuff you do on Family Guy is incredible. I really just love your work. And he's like, oh, thank you, son. And I was like, all right, bye. Okay. And I walked away. See you later. <laughs> and That's what you call a verbal tip. Yeah, but I was like, my Dragon Con experience was great. Um, and I said I was gonna make it a. I was going to make it up to Adam West someday uh, by getting an autograph, and I never did. And unfortunately, mm. he passed away, but that's okay. It's not okay Mm-mm. that he passed away, but it is okay if you don't know all the protocol. Because there is like. Yeah. You kind of pick up. Like, you have to lurk a little bit and like figure out how that goes. I personally remember being overwhelmed the first time I went into the Walk of Fame, and my first year was 2009, I think. Um, and I saw the cast of. Battlestar Galactica, like all assembled. And I had just finished, we had just finished finishing that show on the laptop in our hotel room, like before going down. So we, we were like very fresh and very into the show. So when we saw them, I completely freaked out and had to run outside and like smoke a cigarette and chill out. Um, this <laughs> God, was, we were all way different. Dude, exactly. Then. I was like, oh my God, I can't handle Jamie Bamber. It was so intense. <laughs> But yeah, but that's the equivalent of like, Jake, have you ever done this with Dragon Con? Like there's certain like shows and fandoms that are very big at Dragon Con, like Battlestar Galactica or whatever. Like it, I, I, we started watching Battlestar cause it was like, Oh, Dragon Con's coming up. We better get into a show that's popular there. It was like learning. <laughs> it was like learning all the lyrics and wearing the band t-shirt that you purchased at the concert during the show. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like, it was like, Oh I've never heard of this band, but I'm going to the concert. I better learn all the songs and act like a real fan. But I ended up really liking Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Um, I tried to do that recently with Abigail for uh, that show, Winona Earp. Have you heard of this show? I heard of it. It is fucking awful. I didn't like it. We watched it for 10 minutes and I was like, people like this? What a a travesty. (laughs) Yeah. I remember one year, I remember one year um, not knowing what Firefly was. And it was like a year that almost the entire cast of Firefly was there and the lines were crazy, crazy long. And I remember being like, I remember waiting in a line for a while and then finding out like, oh, this is a line just for the Firefly people. If you're just going in, you can just skip this line. And I remember being like, I'm glad I don't fucking know what Firefly is or care. (laughs) And then like afterwards I did watch Firefly and it is very good. I still wouldn't have waited in that line, but it's like weird how stuff like that happens. You know, I'm like, I don't know what this is at all. Jake, you're not really, I don't know if we've ever really talked about this. You don't, you're not really a panel person too much unless it's something you really, really care about. I used, I used to go to more panels. Like when I first started going to Dragon Con, like my first few years at Dragon Con, I was like, that's what you do. You go to panels. So I would, I would look and I would go, I would go to panels all day long. Like the first few years I would, uh, there were also 
when I first started going to Dragon Con, the the the, the guests have very drastically changed. Like, you know, one of my first years, Christopher Lloyd was there. Uh, Robert England was there, which he's back this year. But there were a lot of guests that are in a lot of my favorite movies the first couple of years. Uh, George Romero was at Dragon Con. What? You know, like he's a big, you know, he was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. so, For some reason, I thought you were going to say George Lucas. I was like, no, George he wasn't. Was, no, he wasn't. So so my, my first few years, I would I would do panels all day. I would, I would, I would, I would check out all the guests that I, I liked and I would make a fucking schedule and just go to panels. And, and then I don't know, maybe a few years in, uh, when I started actually doing the ghostbuster stuff and, and, and becoming friends with other people who were like, you know, when I, when I first started going, it was like me and two other people I knew. I didn't know anybody. It was just like, go to, I go to panels, mind my own fucking business, go to the dealer room. And that's all I was there to do, you know? And then I started doing the, I started doing the Ghostbusters things. I started making friends. I met everybody. And then I'm like, I don't give a shit about the panels anymore. Like those kind of guests, it's been a very long time since a guest has been at Dragon Con that I've been like super excited for. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, there's there's not a whole lot of panels that I'm, I'm like, I need to go see this. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing is a lot of the panels at Dragon Con tend to be more like fan discussions and like kind of fan oriented, um, which can they can be very fun. Like I remember we used to go to the Lost panel mm-hmm. like a couple of years in a row. That was when like Lost was just had just ended, mm-hmm. but like the the kind of fever was still there, and people were still very adamant to talk about it and stuff. Yeah, yeah um, I remember that. It that, was like having being on like a forum basically, like live because it was just all yeah, of us, yeah, yeah, fan theories and wanting it. To and it was kind of like pre podcast too, mm-hmm. where it's like you know. By the way, panels are great. I, Go to our panels. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I miss or the like, panels. panels. The first couple of years, I used to go to the. Uh, the Miss Klingon beauty pageant. Oh, that's oh, fun. I like that because it is it is they they I think they've changed it and now it's not. It used to be like exclusively Klingon, but I think now it's just like Star Trek in general. Mm-hmm. But um, it's so silly and so fun. I want to go to that. Everyone, yeah. everybody's in like everybody was in Klingon costumes and they would kind of had their own characters and gimmicks and their it was just. I remember going and just being like, this is the funniest thing I've ever gone to. Um, I also went to the puppet slam a couple years in a row and that is very fun. Um, yeah, I, I've seen some stuff. of that. Yeah. There's good stuff. There's good yeah. stuff. And like, I was trying to think, Abby, is there a panel that you like, what's your favorite panel that you've ever been to? That I've, uh, well, Dragon I was, Con. <laughs> probably in retrospect, the one I enjoyed most was the venture brothers panels. I've been it's to not several. the Jurassic park panel. Oh, so, Believe it or not, it wasn't the one that I walked out of and then uh, cried and got lost for like an hour and a half. Um, no, it was, uh, it was, I loved the show Venture Brothers on um, Adult Swim. And that was like, literally, if we're going back to the original question that you like were talking about, when did we start going to Dragon Con when we first hear about it? Venture Brothers was the show that I was really into that kind of brought me into the fold of being interested in cosplay because I wanted to do the one character Molotov Cocktease, which I thought she was super cool. And I remember researching that and then being like, oh, there's a whole world of people who put these costumes together. Oh, these guys, Doc Hammer and Jackson Public, who created the show, which by the way, I was listening to the uh, like commentary version of like the first second season, like over and over again every night because they were like 
I just, they felt like my friends. And so when I got to go to the panel and listen to them like talk and be very entertaining, like they like to do and interact with the audience, um, it was really fun. I got like a rose from Jackson Public. I was able to ask a question and I think it was filmed like part of that, um, that panel was online somewhere. So yeah, that for me was my, an experience that I'm looking forward to being on a panel this year with, as our group and kind of being on the other side of things. Cause it's, it is really fun to go and be a part of something that you love and see it happen live. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know anything about Venture Brothers, but it, those panels were a lot of fun. I mm-hmm. remember one year it was like they were throwing away, uh, not throwing away, giving out Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. I remember I, they, they like threw out a Blu-ray and I caught the season three Blu-ray of the of Venture Brothers. Mm-hmm. And I remember we did not, ha- we did not have a Blu-ray player at the time. <laughs> and I remember being like, whoa. I'm getting a Blu-ray player. Like, I'm getting one. <laughs> that was the real gift. I was like, dude, got. in my head, you know, like, you know, when you don't have something, but you kind of daydream about it, like the rest of Dragon Con, I was just like, man, what if I got like a PS3 with Blu-ray capabilities? <laughs> and I just, and I just had like, like I had this Blu-ray next to it and people would be like, oh, what is that? Be like, oh, that's just my Blu-ray player and my season three Blu-ray Adventure Brothers. Oh, you don't have that? Oh, you don't have that? Um. Anyways, I love giveaways too. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll do some giveaways at the panel, huh? Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Um, Jake, do you have a favorite panel or or not really? I don't think so. I remember I used to go to um one of my favorite TV shows of all time is uh it's called Dead Like Me, and it's by the guy who uh uh, uh Brian Fuller. He also did um. He's done a, he's done three or four TV shows that all I really loved all of them, but they all got canceled really early. They all only have like one or two seasons, uh, Pushing Daisies, uh, Wonderfalls. But then he's the guy who made uh, Hannibal, which is very popular, but also got canceled after like two seasons. But anyway, uh, the main character of, of, of Dead Like Me was at Dragon Con a couple of years in a row. And I remember going to that panel and uh, – I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd call it my favorite, but I just thought it was like a weird, it's a weird show to begin with. It didn't last long. I remember being like, why are, why is there anybody from this show here? Um, yeah, that's a weird answer to your question. But, but it's special to you. I love it that. Was I special, said, what's yeah. your favorite panel? And it ended with, why is anybody from this show here? I'm it's taking my weird- guests, have some pins and I'm leaving. <laughs> It's just a My weird show. And I'm hitting the road. Okay. Anyways. Um, cool. So, sorry, we just had a little technical difficulty. I keep running over a cord with my chair, so. Don't do I, that. You know, I move. I'm a mobile podcaster. <laughs> I I'm, I need a Garth Brooks microphone so that I can move all around the room. What it's the sing- fuck is a Garth Brooks That's microphone? like the head. It's like a headset. It's like what they wear at Old Navy. It's like what they wear at Wendy's when you give them your order. <laughs> yeah or or a garth Guys, brooks by the way just to let you know like i am a hundred percent hot gluing something right now for dragon con oh i'm like God. sitting here podcasting and hot gluing a, a fucking costume piece together hey you know what that's mm. tight dude that's i like it i respect it that's something it's, i feel like it's like when you're on the phone but you're also like i don't know doing something else doing a crossword puzzle mm. is that something people yeah do? Yeah. Do you guys like Maybe. crossword puzzles? People do things while Should we start a crossword puzzle podcast? Sure. Should. I made one once. Cool. Okay. Um, so, Jake, I like that you talked about, like, 
not knowing like what Dragon Con was when you yeah. first went though, like what were you like immediately? Cause I know like f- to give you context, when I left after that first day, I said, I will never not go to Dragon Con. This is the greatest thing in the world. These people are, everybody's really nice, which is not normal for like society to be around like giant crowds. And it's like, well, everybody's actually very nice mm-hmm. here. Uh, I felt very welcome. <clears throat> I felt like I'd found my people. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like that? I remember being pretty overwhelmed, but I remember just being like, you know, it's it's almost like you take it for granted now. But when you think about how there's like the it's like the biggest dealer room ever. There's a giant there's two separate art rooms. There is just like there's so much happening. There are bands. I used to I used to go to the like uh, the Rocky Horror thing at night. I used to go to. Uh, one of the concerts every I just like used to go to so much more stuff and I remember the first year I went I remember not I remember asking Molly like how what should I how much money should I be bringing to this because I remember at the time I don't even know if I was like working or if I was I was like working a stupid job and and she was like what are you laughing at right now just it's it's such a funny the way you say because like just just the thought of you being like how much money should I bring? Like you just have this giant pile of money. I have no clue. And you're like, how much of this should I bring? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, no, no. I didn't have any money, okay. but I was like, how much money do I need to get my mom to give me? Like, I don't know what, I was like, I don't know what, what to expect. So I didn't know. And I remember she told me, uh, bring a, bring a hundred dollars a day. You and can I was do like, drag okay. Yeah, you can do that. You can and, do drag And, and, I, and I definitely like did, 20. but I, but I spent so much money. Like I, I think I probably spent it all. Like I bought so much stuff in the dealer's room. I remember finding some really cool, like Godzilla stuff mm-hmm. in my in my early years at DragonCon, and I was just like, I don't know, I don't know what this is, but I I have to come back to this every year. Yeah, and I have. Are you gluing a Godzilla costume piece right now? Yeah. I <laughs> you better post a pic. Maybe. Or it didn't happen. It, I could post a pic, but nobody would know. It just looks like a piece of garbage, honestly. Like, Gee, it doesn't look like anything, Gee, but. I'm excited for that costume. <laughs> um, I think it's obscure and cool. Jake, did you, uh, did you Thank stay? You. So people, okay, so people who haven't been to Dragon Con, um, it, it takes place in like five hotels in downtown Atlanta. So it takes place in the Hilton, Marriott, Hyatt, Weston, and the Sheridan. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Maybe. Um, sometimes. sometimes. Respect to the Sheraton. Hope everything's fine. Hope everything's fine. Um, when is the – did you – like your first year, where did you stay? I don't remember exactly which hotel it was in, but we always stayed um, – they, they didn't – they didn't kind of ha- they didn't have the system that like we do now where um you you go ahead and get your room for next year and we're just in the same like we we the three of us have been in the same hotel for the last like I don't know four or five years or yeah, something. Yeah, we've been in that. We're always and, in the Hilton. Come find us in the Hilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when I first started going, they would just get a room like halfway through the year or whatever. It wasn't as crazy as it is now, and. Uh, some years we would do like a host hotel and there were a couple years where we were just like a hotel that was pretty close. I remember, I remember the first year I wore my stormtrooper gear, like that stuff's like 
kind of uncomfortable and um, can can be a little bit of a pain in the butt. And I remember that year our hotel was like we we would walk from the hotel to Dragon Con, but it was also kind of far. Mm -hmm. And I remember my like I remember my stormtrooper costume just basically falling off me (laughs) on the way on the way back to the hotel. Dude, Abby, have you ever had a uh, what, what is wardrobe your, malfunction? Well, what what would have you ever had a costume at Dragon Con that you would say you you were Became hyped on problematic? But, well, yeah, maybe wasn't as successful as you thought. I mean, yeah, I definitely. If I'm thinking about like costume malfunctions or stressful moments, I know I talked about it once, but when um, I did like an Aaron Gilbert themed. Uh, Ghostbusters thing, and you made a big gun, and I got uh, ecto cooler cooler all over the gun, and then the gun became covered in ants right before the parade, and I had to like get a bunch of water bottles. Where from did all the, the ants f- come from? Because I set it down on like pine. Straw. They were running out of the theater. They I just had to watched go to the, the bathroom, and I said. <laughs> Stop. I said it. I said it down, and it came back to me. It was covered in ants. So I had to go track down all the Boy Scouts that were handing da- out water bottles, get as many as I could, and try to pour the water over to, to wash the ants off without breaking the gun. That was very stressful. Um, I've mentioned it before. Also, I did a costume from uh, Brian K. Vaughn's comic book saga, and there's a character called the Stock. She is an arachnid that does not have arms, and she is topless and has a huge hoop skirt and a giant wig with a giant ass crown. And I spent a lot of time and money. Um, that hiring. seems practical. Yeah, I was like, oh, easy. I saw the image. I fell in love with it. I was like, this is simple. It looks like me. Um, it, it was definitely something that I was like taken with and I was into the character. Uh, and I got the costume made. I commissioned it. This lady who used to do like wrestling costumes. I found her on Craigslist and she helped me out. But the costume, I never did like a full try on before wearing it. And until, oh, I didn't even mention she's full on white. Like she wears like her, her body's like white, white, white. So I had to use body paint. Um, that so was I, like two or three hours of applying body paint. Dude, yes. And then I was in the bathtub for like three hours afterwards. I only got to wear the costume for about an hour because it like rendered me very ill. I had a huge migraine from the the wig and contacts. But it looked good for the time that I wore it. Um, you know, I guess I learned a little lesson about myself and like my own level of what I'm comfortable in physically. So well, let me tell you about yeah. my least successful costume ever. Go for it. Let's hear it. Uh it was like Dragon Con crunch time. I couldn't decide on a costume, and I finally decided that I was going to be uh, Carl Spackler, who is Bill Murray from <laughs> Caddyshack. And I was like, oh, this will be great because it's like it's easy. You, yeah, I'll just be like, you know, like go, go to Dragon Con and, uh, you know, kind of like uh, Cinderella Boy in the hotel eating pizza. Uh, no, none of that happened. I had a. <coughs> The pants I found weren't accurate. The hat I found wasn't accurate. And the gray T-shirt looked <laughs> kind of accurate. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, he's really sweaty. So I'm going to stain the shirt with like oil to look like sweat. And if you ever see a picture of this, I just look like a, an ill-informed, out-of-place human being who's wearing my normal clothes but is just sweating through my chest. <laughs> and uh, it, it just wasn't good. It was just yeah. bad. I was like, oh, cool. I'm like, I'm like Bill Murray from Caddyshack. Because what happened was that was my second year of Dragon Con. The first year of Dragon Con, I was Bill Murray from What About Bob? And at least people like knew what I was. Like I had a goldfish in a jar. I opted to use a real goldfish. Children loved it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Kids were like, oh, dad, mom, look at the goldfish. <laughs> but hey. Dad. 
that goldfish. And I was like getting jealous. I remember because I had a uh, Logan. I would never do that Logan's now because I was like, what a psychopath walking around with a goldfish. But that goldfish did survive Dragon Con and became a good friend of mine for literally days uh, until until. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's a goal. But anyways, um, <laughs> you know but I tried to replicate that the next year. And it's so weird. Like, I don't know why it just didn't occur to me at that time to just make a flight suit like I did the next year. Like, at least you'll be something. At least people like you'll be wearing a ghost. But like, so, yeah, my, my Bill Murray Caddyshack costume did not uh, did not go over well. Jake, any failed uh, costume attempts? Um. I mean, it would be this. It would be that stormtrooper. I tried to wear it <clears throat> the first year I got it. I, I didn't do enough work on it and getting it really like in place, you know. And there's so many pieces that it just didn't. It just didn't fit on me right, and it was just uncomfortable and falling off of me the whole time. And I, I wore it one night and took it off and uh, sold it after that. <laughs> to me, yeah, dude. That to was you, a- yeah. yeah. Um, I, yeah, but I haven't I haven't tried like a whole probably. Hey, probably this costume I'm working on right now. Future failures with Jacob. Nice. Walsh. I, I, I have mainly every year I do. I do Ghostbusters and um, that's basically it. I started doing Quint maybe uh, three years ago. Um, besides that, I haven't I haven't ventured out and done a whole lot of costumes. So. Mm-hmm. What that's about why um, that's why I'm excited and also like kind of nervous to do this no, weird. No, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Thing. No. What uh? What guests are we excited about this year? Hmm. Robert England. Yeah, Robert England, Cobra Kai cast, oh. Karate Kid cast. Um. Yeah, wait, hold, you can't say you're excited about the Cobra Kai cast and the Karate Kid cast. Same. Same. same <laughs> that doesn't. Same cast. It's the same people. No. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited that Robert England's going to be there. I think there's a couple of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street guests. But kind of like you, Jake, like there's nobody where it's like, you know, a lot of times we go to conventions specifically for guests and for autographs, but Dragon Con's never really like that for me. Mm-hmm. Usually I find one or two people who I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to meet that person or get a photo op or something. But there's nobody this year where it's like getting that print ready, get my – paint pens situated not like fan fest Mm -hmm. and there is no there's hardly ever any ghostbusters guests right the last one i remember was Uh, ernie hudson um well yeah ernie hudson and one year one of my early years william atherton was there Mm. that was before like yeah yeah yeah. that was before the many faces of atherton but it was so long. It was so long. I didn't even. I didn't even try to get an autograph from him at the time. I just remember being like, "Oh, look, there's William Atherton right there." Uh, Ernie Hudson was there in like 2013. That's six was, years ago. Yeah, he was there a couple years, I think, in a row. But yeah, that's it. Well, that sucks. I yeah. guess we're the Ghostbusters guests. Getting mad now? You're like getting mad about Not it? Not going. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you'd think we could get some guests from the new movie. It's not like they're busy. God. Oh wait, the one they're filming. The right one they're now? filming right oh, now. I thought you were talking about answer the calls. Like, geez, oh. shots fired. Oh no 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 no! It's not like oh, they're that would no. They're it's not busy. Like they're doing anything. Dude, no, Melissa McCarthy's super busy. Good for her. I cannot imagine what it's like for Finn Wolfhard when he's at a convention. Holy shit! Like, what is that scene like? Dude, he wasn't even at Horror Nights the year that we saw all the It kids. I can't imagine how much more like insane it would have been. 
Um, all right, I'm going through Abby's list here. By the way, we're gonna have to wrap up soon because we got this in it. We're, we're we're almost at an hour. Whoa! What is happening? I don't know. Um, Abby, yeah. I'm going off your list. It says, "Let's talk about panic attacks. Any memorable ones?" Whew! Like all of <laughs> yes, I remember every panic attack. Uh, the first time. First panic attack for me was when we were just getting our badges in line. I think it's in the Sheraton, like in the ground floor. Um, just the sheer amount of people and costumes. Uh, I had a panic attack when I first walked out of our uh, apartment to get to the MARTA station because I was wearing my costume out in public before I actually got on premises of like Dragon Con. So I was one of the only people in a costume. Not to it's cut you like, off, what though. The fuck? That was your first costume you mm-hmm. ever did. Yeah, so that it was, was Jessica bef- Six from Logan's Run. Yeah, talk about that. I mean, I had my mom sew it for me, and she did a great job, and I, I remember liking it, but it again, it was my first time wearing a costume to Dragon Con. I wasn't really sure what to expect. If you've only been to, like, Halloween parties or you don't really know what to compare it to, but once you get in it, you realize, oh, it's kind of like a theme park a little bit because you're in lines and you're moving around, you're on foot all day, so I wasn't really sure... Uh, I didn't know what it was going to be. The costume I was wearing was super restrictive and uncomfortable. So, you know, there's kind of that that adds to the panic. But then there's always, like, the waiting in lines, um, going to panels, interacting with celebrities. Like I mentioned, going to the Hall of Fame and seeing the cast of Battlestar Galactica or just even, like, James Urbaniak, which was uh, – he's the voice of Dr. Venture from Venture Brothers, like, running into him – you were always at moments like that. I feel like pretty cool, and I would I would always get very overwhelmed and excited. Because I in my head, I think too. I'm more famous than everybody. Yeah, I don't know why that is. That's yeah. probably something I need to talk to a therapist about. Yeah. Even with Adam West, I was like, "Come on, man, just yeah. give me a, just give me a free autograph." <laughs> Do you really expect me to give you fifty dollars to sign a photo? Come on, man, I'm, I'm just your friend. That seems a little ridiculous. <laughs> um, by the way, did you know there's a whole like uh. I'm on this uh, forum called markedout.com and it's like autograph collectors. These guys are hardcore. They negotiate with celebrities at their tables. Could you to bring the price down? Yeah, they'll be like, I'll give you 20. Whoa. Is that weird? Is that even the like audacity? Yeah, I couldn't do that. Those aren't Yeah. Autograph <laughs> prices are not negotiable. Dude, that's like their value as a person. Interesting trades. Mm-hmm. I've got two tickets to the Braves game Monday night. Oh, you don't live here. Hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. Huh, it's weird. The, the Trying to explain the convention experience and what it's like to like do the autographs yeah. and do the photo ops. Explaining it to people who've never done it is always weird because you see a lot of first-time people at Dragon Con, like, especially in like the Facebook groups and everything. They're always like, what do I do? Where do I go? How will I know what's happening? And Jake, you mentioned it earlier. It is overwhelming your first time. What kind yeah. of tip? Let's say there's some YHS listeners right now who are going for the first time. What are some tips that we can give them? Well, if they're looking for tips, they can go to uh, YHSpodcast.com and then go to our <laughs> blog and then go to my 10 tips from 10 years of experience of Dragon Con. Yeah. Um, and we can run those down if you want, but my first piece of advice would be that you can't be everywhere at once. So wherever you are is where the party is and having that like mindfulness of it's very busy. It's kind of like a big river that you get dropped into. So kind of go with the flow and recognize that you may not be able to do everything that you were hoping to do because there is so much going on and enjoy whatever it is that you're surrounded by at that moment is all I'd say. Wow. Also bring a backpack. And go to the con suite. <laughs> Bring a backpack, yeah. Yeah, dude. Okay. 
Jake, I mean, what is I your mean, advice to a first timer? Uh, advice to a first timer is just like, oh boy, don't just go. try try not to try not to do too, too much. You know, like just I feel like you need to look at the schedule, download the app. Don't try to be running from like one hotel all the way to the other side. Also. Make sure, make sure you uh, you stop by the mall and get some food. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like way too many times at Dragon Con, I start to get like I'll start to get angry or annoyed, and then realize it's because I haven't eaten in an entire day mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, that seems to be I a running like theme. Cliff of- bars, cliff bars are yep. important. Yep, that's uh, part number five of my series. Snacks, bring them. So. Snacks. Yeah. It's really important because the hey. day. The days go by fast. It could be seven o'clock at night, and you're like, "Well, I haven't eaten." Yeah, and no wonder Jake yeah. hates the cod sweet because Abby's like, "Oh, dude, you need a snack? I know exactly where to go." Dude, they've got some venison chili. <laughs> <laughs> they've got the fucking weirdest shit. I love it. Um, yeah, and also, you know, the food court—they remodeled it, so there could be some new options this year. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, and also I hope if. So. If Jake and Abigail insist that there is a Moe's and a Willie's and you are for some reason digging in your feet and being <laughs> stubborn and saying, no, there's not. You're both fucking idiots. And then you get to the food court and realize that there is both. Yeah. You will sit there in silence <laughs> and you will not engage with anybody because yeah. you will feel bad for yourself. Yeah. It's a um, quiet lunch. My other piece happens. of advice would be uh, to attend the Yes, Have Some Future of Ghostbusters, Gremlins and Beyond panel. Oh, Saturday at one o'clock. Yeah. So before we get to Gary and Joe, they're going to be coming up next. Uh, the panel we're doing is at one o'clock on Saturday. Now, if you're doing the parade, which I'm sure a lot of you are, that is fine. Parade starts at 10. You'll be wrapped up around noon. You get a second to cool off. The photo shoot for the Ghostbusters is going to be before the parade this year. So you have plenty of time to make it over to the Marriott and join the panel. We are going to be talking about Ghostbusters 3. We're going to be talking about the future of Gremlins. Maybe we'll talk a little Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. And we do want to know, you know, what you guys want to talk about. Yeah. Um, if you bring up stuff we don't know about, we'll either make it up or we'll say, no, we're not talking about that. Mm-hmm. It's under wraps. <laughs> yeah. Get out. Someone's yeah, be like, we'll kick you out. <laughs> someone's like, what did you guys think of the last season of Babylon 5? Out! Out! <laughs> uh, and then also hang around uh, later that night at uh, 7 p.m. We have our um, cosplay prom class of 1984 PKE Surge Dance. Oh, yeah. Which is at the Marriott also. Is uh, Are you ready for that? Oof, yeah. Okay. I mean, kind of. I'm still in the process of, like, prepping for it. But I have my outfit. There you go. So, cool. Yeah. Well, cool, everybody. Uh, any final... Uh, we're going to be talking about Dragon Con more over the next two weeks, obviously. But any uh, final thoughts before we turn it over to uh, our little chat with Gary and Joe? Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Fine. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Cool. Coming Before up right. Jake finishes gluing his headpiece. Yeah, Jake. <laughs> uh, coming up right now, Gary Mitchell and Joe Crow, who run the American Sci-Fi Classics track at DragonCon. They've been doing it for years. Going to catch up with them and see what we've got planned on this special DragonCon extravaganza episode. Whoa. Guys, should I, br- <laughs> should I bring back my Carl Spackler costume? Do it. Yeah. I want to see pictures. They're bad. I'll, uh, drive, I'll find There's like one that mm-hmm. exists. It's bad. I love it. No, you don't. Spackler. Every time you say Spackler, I have flashbacks to the uh, Soapbox Derby car that I made 
in oh. summer camp. Okay. Uh, it was supposed to be called The Sparkler, and I painted the name on it, and I painted The Spackler because I forgot the R. I like that. So there you go. <laughs> it was The Spackler. Cool. All right, everybody. We'll uh, turn over to the interview now. Hold. Hold. Hold, please. Hold, please. <laughs> thank, thank you for calling. All right, everybody joining Yes Have Some podcast now is Gary Mitchell and Joe Crow. They are the directors of the American Sci-Fi Classics track at DragonCon. We had them on the podcast last year. We had a ton of fun. We said we got to do this again. And also, since Yes Have Some is having a panel this year provided by... Did they provide it? They provided it. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. they did. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to them. We'll ask them. Yeah. <laughs> it is a gift. Thank you. So, Gary, Joe, welcome to the show. How are we doing? Fabulous. Yeah, we are doing quite quite well. We're only starting to really hit panic mode. Yeah, so yeah, we're edging <laughs> yeah, yeah. close to it as well. We um, we've been uh, we just did an hour just on stressing out about DragonCon. So, uh, <laughs> what uh, as being so, you guys, we kind of covered last year how you guys got involved with the with the track, but we never really caught up afterwards. So, uh, one year later, how was DragonCon in 2018? Did you guys have a good time? <laughs> uh, wait, wait, there was a DragonCon in 2018. There was something. Yeah. It was all a blur. <laughs> yeah, this, this year actually makes 20 years since the first time I attended Dragon Con, and it's all become a blur. Wow. wow. Congratulations. That's yeah, a that's impressive. That's impressive. We'll yeah. have to give you a cake or something. Yeah, a 20 something. year cake? I don't know. Surely. Surely. Um, you had me at cake. Yeah. <laughs> the. the uh, that was kind of the thing we were talking about is that once you're, you know, this is probably all of our 10th, 11th, 12th year, whatever, it all does start running together and it kind of becomes harder to go, oh, in 2014, this happened and mm-hmm. 2017, that happened. It's all just kind of one thing at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. One big, wonderful, blurred memory. For yes. Sure. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys got planned? So you said you're going to panic mode. What What does that mean? What is... What is the day-to-day panic mode of planning a, a track at DragonCon like? Well, a lot of it has passed. Up. We, we, we've pushed through it. Uh, <laughs> on the 12-step process, we're up to like six or seven oh, by now. Okay, so you're not apologizing <laughs> to anybody yet. <laughs> no, no, not, no, not, yet. not making amends quite yet. Cool. We don't we, apologize. It's a sign of weakness. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but no, we we've uh, we've done most of the planning. Now it's just we're in the execution phase, <laughs> and, and well, of course we'll be there once we actually execute at DragonCon. But uh, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. The main thing right now is, uh, like Joe said, we we've got the the schedule pretty locked down. And now it's the, okay, we need painter's tape for the wall. We need uh, Velcro. And then the, 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 and the ever, ever present worry that like what happened this week, they go, Oh, by the way, here's three more guests make room. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So are you alluding to what <laughs> I think what Abby referred to the last hour as the cast of karate kid and the cast of Cobra Kai are going to be a dragon con. <laughs> and I called her out and said, I think those are the same people. One in the same. <laughs> yes. 
It's them and else. Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, oh yes. Nice, yes. The fourth member of the Cobra Kai gang. Oh, Probably. Yeah. <laughs> they filmed <laughs> it in Atlanta. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, Jake the Snake. That's cool. So so when that happens and, and you guys have locked in the schedule, you've submitted everything, you uh, have that big sigh of relief, and then they add four more guests, what, what is that? What does that feel like? Luckily, uh, luckily they, the, the dragon con overlords have a, an extenuating circumstance for, um, their own actions. (laughs) Like now, if it's something we did, no, you can't add anything to the schedule, but if they add somebody then, oh sure. You know, so they'll, they'll find a spot for a, and and of course, I guess some celebrities don't want to do panels or don't want to do Q and A's. They'll just you know sit at their autograph table. But most of the big and, and I, I really it's beyond our pay grade. Most of them want to do them, and so we're all in. You know, whatever they want us to do. Uh, but what happens is when a big guest cut that that we might have jurisdiction over comes about with lately we've we don't really get alerts or anything like that we just get them the same time the regular citizens get Mm -hmm. them and then we (laughs) scramble to come up with a a panel for them so yeah it's it's crazy i think that you need a sign before the panel room that says citizens with an arrow i like that (laughs) i like referring to all the people as citizens quiet it says quiet citizens yes Um, (laughs) quiet yeah so so you you mentioned jake the snake so will will there be uh, a little q a with uh mr roberts that uh will be in the uh, american sci-fi classics room is that is that what we can surmise uh it it's on our track, but it's in one of the big rooms. One of oh, the right. big, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. the big uh, banquet halls, <laughs> the big dining hall places. But okay, uh, cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And they shuffle those around constantly. So, like at the moment, who knows where it's going to be? <laughs> but yes, but yes, Jake the Snake is going to be doing a Q and A, and um, and he's he's one of ours. So awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'll never forget the one year. Um, I think it was like three years ago now. Joe and I, we had Peter Weller, so we were going to yes. do a Buckaroo Bonsai panel, and we were going to have a Buckaroo Bonsai panel up until about four days before convention. And then the Overlords tell us, "Oh, by the way, the lady who played the Lady Cop in RoboCop's coming too." It's like, well, this Buckaroo Bonsai panel just became a RoboCop panel. Yes, <laughs> I hate when that happens. Oh, dude, yes. Um, no, but that's cool. I mean, Peter Weller, that's great. I don't think Peter Weller is going to be there this year. We were kind of talking yeah. about, uh, you know, as as track. Here's a here's something I've always wondered. You guys run the track. Do you um do you get to put in requests for specific types of guests, or is it just whatever DragonCon throws your way, and then you kind of build the schedule around uh, those guests? Yes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of both. <laughs> It really is. It's uh, we we get we suggest we say, hey, wouldn't it be neat if you get somebody like we and we and they ask us, you know? So that's something we yeah we frequently. Early, oh, sorry, Joe. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I was say frequently early in the process, they will send us a hey, here are some people that we think we might be able to get. Who do you want? 
and we request. And then a good, good bunch of the time, like the karate kid people, it was, Hey, they're coming. Here you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's crazy. Sometimes we've known for months. Sometimes we just found out yesterday. Yeah. And it's crazy with the, the karate kid folks is that like that's, those are big guests in 2019, yeah. but like maybe in 2015, 16, that wouldn't have been like, I remember seeing the three of them at like days of the dead Atlanta and not really, you know, they had some people at their table, but it wasn't like it was before Cobra Kai started, right. but that shows kind of like a revelation. Like it's one of my favorite shows. So that's really cool that, that they're going to be there. And, uh, I hope to meet them myself. Yeah. I want to get a photo op for sure. It's like <laughs> high on my list. I loved Cobra Kai, so I'm 100% in. Yeah. It's so I, much better uh, than it should I, be. Uh, yeah, I've 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 got to finish it, but they like like you said they were they were at Dragon Con um a co- maybe 3 or 4 or 5 years ago. Well, no, two of them were uh uh Danielson and <laughs> I've, I've failed as a track director. That's Mr. fine. Cobra That's what Kai? I'm. <laughs> what is his name? Mr. Cobra. Mr. Kai. Cobra? John Cobra and Daniel Sun. <laughs> Mr. Kai, yes. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Lawrence and uh, and uh, we're about to find out. God, we're all bad. Ralph you. Macchio. That's his name. Yeah, Ralph Macchio. Yes. Okay, cool. But they were here with C. Thomas Howell. And so they did, we had just an all eighties panel and that was a blast. So they all are, and and Ralph Macchio, and obviously you can see from the Cobra Kai show, Ralph Macchio has not aged. No, 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 not at all. all. He he was older than everyone else. A few, well, I guess he still, (laughs) I said he was older than them a few years ago, but I guess technically he still is. I don't know. He may be immune to the ravages of physical time. I hope so. That's the rumor. Yeah. See, Thomas Howell said that um, when they were doing The Outsiders, he was so many years older, however many it is, than C. Thomas Howell. And now uh, he looks the same. And C. Thomas Howell is completely gray haired. And he says, what did you do, Ralph? What did you do? (laughs) It was great. Right. Yeah. And also, Ralph Macchio, people forget about My Cousin Vinny, but that's one of the great comedies of all time. So that's what I'm going to talk to him Mm -hmm. about. Um, So cool. So like what other – you guys are planning it. You're you're mapping everything out. What are some of the panels that you're – uh, present company excluded. Okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, what, uh, what some of the panels, uh, are you guys excited about this year? Oh man. Uh, I am excited for our 40th anniversary of aliens. Uh, yeah, 40 years of unexpected dinner outbursts. <laughs> I love that. I'm proud of that, that, uh, that panel title I came up with. I love that. Very nice. Yeah. See, um, look, 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 we, 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 we go the extra mile. On the classic track, we, you got to dig into the panel descriptions. You got to look at the titles. We, we're clever folks, Gary. We're gonna. I'm, 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 my hand is hurting from patting myself on the back, and so I'm gonna also pat you on the back because oh, we you. are geniuses. There's a lot of padding going on. 
Well, I like your I wish, style. I wish Tell somebody would pat just... me on the back just once. <laughs> God, you wrote a podcast for three and a half years. You're back at Dragon Con. Somebody pat Dude. me on the damn back. Yeah. That's our panel. That's the Yes Have Some panel. It's just going to be me ranting and raving about how I didn't get credit for anything. <laughs> it's going to be a hit. <laughs> Expect five-star reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. Wow, 40 years of alien. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. But that'll be – I mean everybody loves alien. Like mm-hmm. that's like uh, – I don't know. Let's just aliens—the greatest sci-fi movie of all time, right? Is it even arguable? 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 Yeah. Can you even? I, argue? I don't want to argue it's with the you. Horror movie of all time. Oh right, 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 right. It Is does it? play. Yeah, yeah. The, it's one of those movies that it's not—it's not dated at all. Like you can watch it today, and you, you don't see the bell-bottom pants, or you know the. The the goofy soundtrack there it has none of those things. Mm-hmm. It's just as good now as it was back then. So the years pass and you don't think of it as being a forty year old movie, and yet here we are. Yeah, mm-hmm. there, there's a it's couple kind of untouched by time. Like, yeah, I, I kind of feel like Jaws is kind of like that too. Like it just oh, agreed, yeah. agreed, agreed. Um, and Jake, you Aliens better than Jaws, right? Yeah, what is Jaws? <laughs> <laughs> what is Jaws? That'd be a good panel. Like back to the existential I'll, I'll thing. Head, I'll head that panel. <laughs> yeah. What is Jaws? Why is Jaws panel if I remember correctly? Why is Jaws? What's what that? is Jaws? What isn't Jaws? Whoa. Yeah. You, you do it every year and you get to the how yeah. and the why and the when. Yeah. That's the easy one. When is Jaws? <laughs> Can we? I, I just I, I want to stop you. Let, let's just do a panel called "What Isn't Jaws." What yeah. isn't we'll Jaws? Throw out isn't names Jaws. of things. Amityville that, Horror. Not Jaws. No, that's not Jaws. <laughs> 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 Sharknado. Not Jaws. Not Jaws. Box of sun-kissed raisins. That could be Jaws. Almost Jaws, but not quite. Not Jaws. It goes in the Jaws. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, besides Aliens, I know – so we're celebrating – 2019 is a big anniversary year. 84 and 89 were two huge years for – for movies wow. in general, mm-hmm. uh, any, there any big movies in 1989 were there? No, I don't think anything came out that year. <laughs> it, when you look it up, it's like actually mind-boggling, mm-hmm. like to see what came out that year. Yeah. It's actually one of my my favorite little. I you know I remember being you know I was 18 at the time when it came out. I turned 19 that year, but I just remember that summer was amazing because you know Ghostbusters 2 comes out and sets an opening weekend record. The next weekend, Indiana Jones comes out and breaks that record. And then Star Trek V comes out and breaks that record in our hearts. And then <laughs> Jeff comes out and yeah, it was fun. And then Batman comes out and put the, 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 the power slam on it and went, no, this is how you break a record. Yeah. When Batman came out, it was like like it took the uh, it took Ghostbusters two behind the barn and shot it. Yes, <laughs> it uh-huh. killed the franchise for thirty years. Um, but that's okay because Batman. Look at the rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, eighty nine. So if you, if you look at the list, you got Batman, Indiana Jones, Dead Poets Society, Back to the Future two, Little Honey I Mermaid. Shrunk the Kids. What'd you say? Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Throw it out there. It's, it was made. In, it came out in '89. It's one of my favorites. There you go. It's a big movie. So is you got to give respect for kicking off the Disney animation renaissance. It did. Yeah. And it also kicked off. Uh, I think 
Brock Parker was invented that day. If we all yeah. know Brock yes, Parker. He was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> spiritual birth. It was a spiritual awakening. Uh, Brock Brock is uh from my hometown. Well not my my home hometown. He's not from Clanton. Nobody is. But <laughs> he's from Birmingham. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he he he's just the the best. And his his wife has uh, obviously you've seen his mm-hmm. li- her Little Mermaid slash Ghostbusters mashup costume. Oh, dude, yeah. I have photographed that. It's pretty it's incredible. amazing. Yeah, the proton so pack great. is really cool. Dude, I love a good custom proton pack, especially when it's mashed up with something that I like, like the Little Mermaid. So. Yeah, and can, technically, yeah. If, if it's a Ghostbusters two pack, that's a nineteen eighty nine mashup. Dude, it's a 1989 oh, yeah. pack mashup. I want to see a Batman Field of Dreams mashup costume. I don't know what that would look like. but <laughs> If you build it, they will come. Oh, uh-huh. thank you. Um, so will there, now that we've done all that, will there be a, a, a little celebration of uh, 1989? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, we've got a gaggle of folks doing a, a, a Geek Year 1989 panel. And um, you guys have 1984 covered. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and lots of stuff from 84 is coming back. It's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. It's absolutely, yeah. people forget that Gremlins and Ghostbusters came out the same day, I believe. Yeah. Like, oh, really? No, I did not know that. Yeah, same weekend. Like, here's two touchstones of pop culture happening at the same time. That never happens anymore. That's like uh, if Twilight and Fifty Shades of Grey came out in the same day. <laughs> Or something. <laughs> no, no, they they stay away from each other now. Right. Yeah. Right. But that they'll move if, say, Avengers is coming out, then something will move because of that. But yeah. wow. Well, you know I what's funny know. is I bet back then they didn't even consider Gremlins and Ghostbusters to even be similar. Like they, these are two completely different kinds of movies, and it's like they're literally the, the horror comedies, like right. seminal horror comedies that appeal to children and yes. adults. Well, they're um, defining the genre. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, 84, you got Ghostbusters, Gremlins, Terminator, uh, tons of stuff. In Nightmare. Temp- all Nightmare. things that are being done, or that new things are being done with today. Yeah, we got yeah. a new Terminator coming out. Karate Kid, obviously, we just talked mm-hmm. about. Uh, lots of really great stuff. I don't think there's going to be any new uh, police academies anytime soon, but that doesn't mean there shouldn't be. <laughs> there really should yeah, <laughs> I, I'm down. I think Police Academy would make a good Netflix series. Come on, <laughs> come 100%. on, hundred percent. Jeez, you gotta give give it to the Goot. You gotta get you gotta give Gutenberg something. What? Yeah. I wonder what Steve Gutenberg's doing this very second. He's probably <laughs> podcasting. Let's look it up. Yeah, he's <laughs> waiting for that DragonCon invite. This is the year. <laughs> Man, if he, oh Lord, if he came to Dragon Cup. We had Mike Winslow a few times. That's very what? cool. That, before, that was before our time, I think. That's no, funny. he was there in like 2000, 2001. Man. See? Yeah, I saw the panel. He was a, he was actually pretty fun. There's that blur Joe was talking about and Gary. You just don't even remember half the time. Like earlier, yeah. Jake was like, oh, Christopher Lloyd was at Dragon Con. And I'm like, what? That happened? What happened? <laughs> you were in the panel. I know. I forgot the panel. You I asked went. him a question. I did. We had dinner. I can't remember any of it. Oh. And um, in fact, I hosted a panel with Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> so you were there, Jake? You were there. Yeah, I was I was there, yeah. Was I remember there. that. 
We were there. Wow. Cool. You were there and you were there. That was the spiritual birth of Yes, Have Some Podcast. We were yes. all in that mm-hmm. panel. No, that's not true. <laughs> Uh, for, for, for Gary and Joe, we'll, we'll probably talk about this. The spiritual birth of Yes, Have Some Podcast was when the Ghostbusters attraction at Universal Studios closed down. It was replaced by Twister. Yeah. yeah. That spun us into spun. existence. <laughs> spun. It, it was spun the origin us. of our stress. I'm waiting for that Twister panel. Dude, yes. Why have oh, we never great. done? Because <laughs> we've. Okay, now, well, I've been on that Twister. Uh, I, now, I got to see the Ghostbusters thing at Universal, which is great. Right. Uh, so I got to go there, and I've been on the Twister thing, of course, uh, met numerous times uh, at, at Universal. And I've actually experienced a real tornado. So oh wow, I've kind of got everything. You've got it covered. <laughs> yeah. But now the Twister ride was replaced with Jimmy Fallon, and that uh, – that, I don't know. That just doesn't seem. I don't right. want to go to that I, panel. I don't care I, about I, it. I, I don't want to ride Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> no, that is, that's what it is. Not what in any you way. Climb on board, Jimmy. Fallon? Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite ride at the theme park, Jimmy Fallon? Like, oh, <laughs> what kind of? You know how you you get in the, on those rides. You know you get in the big giant twelve uh, seat car with the bar that, and then you and it, what if you you are Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, that would be. I don't like be. this conversation. No, I don't want to experience any of that. Right, is you breaking at your own jokes? Yes, you're just laughing at yourself. Uh, maybe yeah, if it was like Johnny no, Carson no, the, or something. The, the car vibrates every time you laugh at one of your own jokes. Oh, well, if it's just laughing at our own jokes, then I've got everybody covered. No, I can't even get my stuff out half the time. I'm just dying. Um, I'd rather yes have some experience or a Conan O'Brien experience, but not Jimmy Fallon. There you go, man. A Conan O'Brien experience. Yeah, dude. Sounds good to me. Sounds good. Um, how did we get down here? Oh yeah, we were talking about Twister. <laughs> Um, I'm kind of interested in Joe's tornado experience. That sounds Yeah, tell us more about that. Did like a house get lifted up or like, what was the damage? Was it serious? Uh, no one was hurt. Um, but we were, we were a tornado hit our house. We, um, we had just bought the house. It was kind of a fit. We're we're still in it today. That's the happy ending. (laughs) We, uh, we, uh, just bought the house a few months earlier and it was kind of a fixer upper. So we had been fixer-upping it uh, for a number of months, and then we moved in over a spring break. And then in April, a big tornado hit and and knocked down most of the trees in our yard, and one tree busted into our kitchen. But wow. we were in the we were in the basement when it happened, and so we were all safe, and no big deal. But it was kind of like multiple tornadoes hit our state that day. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, but we, it slammed into our kitchen, busted our kitchen all up. And so, uh, we got to get a new kitchen in our new house and we would not have done that <laughs> as far as the, the, uh, the fixer upping, we were not going to do a new kitchen, but then we decided <laughs> Hey, let's do a new kitchen. <laughs> there's a tree in the middle of it now. Yeah. <laughs> that, there's nothing that'll, that'll uh, get you motivated. Like a little nudge from the finger of God. There it is. I like that. That's what I, I tell people. If you're ever really, I should have, we, we should have one of those HGTV home makeover shows and say, well, 
if you really want to fix up this kitchen, just have a tornado hit. <laughs> uh, how about Gary? Any natural disasters have affected you? I think the podcast has taken a weird turn, but we're just going to go with it. <laughs> An administration? <laughs> oh, we've crossed the uh, – yeah, it's bad. We know. We're late in the bus. Yes. It's real bad. Um, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a tree in your kitchen bad. Yeah, that's what we're um, but, uh, <laughs> I don't, I've never really actually had the, um, pleasure of subscribe of uh, surviving a natural disaster. The closest I've ever been is when I, I was actually living in Yonkers. I was like five when the big blackout hit in 75. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, dang. No. Yeah. That's we were, was, for where we were, it was kind of boring. Everything just got dark. <laughs> Powers so it out. Like the, it wasn't like the purge. It didn't like, there weren't like rampaging people in the streets. Mm-mm. No. By Boy. the way, I've got an idea for a purge spinoff called Misdemeanor Purge. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> it's for 24 hours. You can commit misdemeanor. It's just like people jaywalking and, uh, <laughs> you know, stealing gum. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. That's we'll, every day, though. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's we live in the misdemeanor purge. That's um, a good idea. So, uh, well, we were out in California about those earthquakes hit about a week and a half or two weeks after we had left. So we missed out on the earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 We missed out on the the unique experience of uh, having iPhone video of a chandelier swaying back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> and then you type, have been on the. You have been on the earthquake ride at Universal. Yes. yes. True. Absolutely. True. With, with Charlton Heston. So, mm-hmm. Jake, you did the original one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like the new version that they still do in, in Hollywood. It's kind of part of the uh, backlot tour. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. We just did that. Yeah. They still do a good – it's a good little section of it with the with the everything catching on fire in the truck. You know, coming in and almost running into you. Mm-hmm. We did so, it twice. It was good. It was yeah. good. It was I, really good. I, I liked uh, the the Charlton Heston version when they have when he and the Universal Studios tour guides, the 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 human, they have an awkward conversation. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always just some kid, you know, <laughs> and it's Charlton Heston on a on a twenty year old video who goes. <laughs> All right, children. Now let's go to the next part of the tour about the earthquake. Isn't that right, Universal Studios tour guide? Why, yes, I'm going to find that video. Yeah, me too. I bet it's on YouTube. We kind of have an obsession with theme parks and theme park rides in general. Mm -hmm. In fact, we've been wanting to get a couple uh, Jaws skippers to talk to them on the show. Yeah. That's something we've been working on. And by working on, we haven't worked on it. You mean talk about? We've talked about it to each other. Thinking about it for a long time. Speaking of theme parks, I want to put in a cheap plug for something I think you guys might get a kick out of. Some buddies of ours who are also going to be on panels at DragonCon with us uh, are. um, They have a company called Theme Park Alchemy, where they make uh, candles inspired by the theme park rides. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, dude. I like it's that. super neat. It's, uh, yeah. Do they have a Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> they should. What's that one smell like? <laughs> Flop sweat is what that smells oh, like. God. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking got, at it right now. They've got like a Jaws. Got a little confrontation. It's called Banana Breath. 
Oh, I love that. Oh, cute. Hey, that's a great mm. plug because now we're on the website and now we're like clicking buy it now, buy it buy now. Buy it now, dude. You can get those haunted mansion <laughs> keys. Let's do um, it. So, so cool. So what else? So we've got, we're covering 89. We've got 84. Um, I know there's going to be a Batman, uh, 80 years of Batman panel. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, we're doing a um, we're we're doing a just just a Batman nineteen eighty nine panel, just by itself because there's so much, and there's so much of other Batman stuff that we're putting it on one of our roller panels, which I think you guys saw last year, uh, or, or you might you might not have, but we for the last few years we've gotten a uh, custom uh, one of, one of our fans does custom giant size D twenties. Very cool. Mm-hmm. cool. And we're doing a Batman one uh, for a, a, a uh, 20 Batman things in one lightning round hour because we don't have enough room to do all the Batman panels that we want. Oh, that sounds fun. Though. So we're doing like 80 years of Batman things in one hour with and the audience rolls the giant D20. And then yes. we auction them off for the Dragon Con charity at the end of the con. Oh, that That's is nice. very cool. Now, what are some of the more review the way the the key component of the, of the roller panel is not just the D twenty. Is the fact we put everybody we can up on stage. We've had upwards of like twenty people wow. because yeah. when, so when you we guys, you guys are yeah. invited, you 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 got to come. To, we'll be to there. The yeah, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. Doing yeah. it. Because the odds are, when we roll that D twenty with enough people up there, someone will be able to talk about that topic for at least a minute. <laughs> and what what are some of the more maybe obscure Batman topics that that are on the die, or is it a secret? It's um, we're talking about the Batman sixty six Catwomen. Ooh. Oh, Julie Newmar. Yeah, I was gonna say Julie. That's all I know. I just want to yell her name. <laughs> Uh, and we 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 were putting on and and I didn't think of this until Gary came up with it uh, the the Batman fan film Dead End where hmm. he he meets the uh, he meets Predator. What I've never okay. seen. I, I like that. Oh wow! Are we are it, you finding out about this just now? Yes, yeah, I think we are. It's it's actually oh, one wow. of the it's one of the first early fan films that came out somewhere around 99, 2000, 2001, somewhere in that day, that area. But it's one of the ones that really kicked off the whole fan film craze. You know, now that I'm seeing YouTube. Yeah. And I'm seeing some of the screenshots now Mm -hmm. and I'm having vague flashbacks, especially this Joker. I've definitely seen some of this. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time. I've got a weird relationship with fan films. I really enjoy the Friday, the 13th fan films. I'll watch any Jason fan film. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I just, I think it's because I don't know. I feel like anybody <clears throat> can make a J. I I, I want to make a Jason fan film, uh, but that's cool. That's that's great. We'll have to watch uh, Dead End if we're gonna be up on this panel. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to yeah. look like an idiot. <laughs> well, it's it's only about six minutes, isn't it? So yeah. it's pretty easy. <laughs> uh, the, I, I, in my head, we'll I was like, experts. We'll we're gonna we'll, we'll know that one. We'll be crossing. Please land on dead end. Roll on that. Yeah, make sure it's us. Come on, dead end. Come on, dead end. Dead end. Was that dead end? Oh, Batman Forever. Okay, I thought it said dead end. Sorry. (laughs) Keep going. Keep it going. Uh, Our other roller panel this year will be how we're covering uh, 1979 and 1999. Ooh, 99 Armageddon. Yep, that's on there. Yes. Okay. 
Oh gosh, like I it? hope it's on there. Oh. <laughs> Matrix, Fight Club. All right. Yeah. Blair Witch. Yeah. Matrix is getting its own panel. Oh, okay. very cool. Very cool. The Matrix yeah, yeah, deserves yeah, its yeah. own we, panel. We, because we, the Matrix anniversary has passed a couple of times, and we ended up not doing one for whatever reason. So this year we're kicking off the, the whole thing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I think I always kind of forget how good the Matrix is. And maybe it is because like it's a little hard for me to be nostalgic about things that happen in my, you know, almost adulthood. Uh, are but, you sure? Are you sure it's not because Matrix two and three exist? Oh. I was going to say that same thing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's that. Uh, it's something, but it's great. And I think Keanu Reeves is having a little bit of his own uh, renaissance lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And speaking of Keanu, yeah. the little uh, Bill and Ted panel, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Cool. There That's will great. be a Bill and Ted panel. That's great. Man, you guys go. So there's some really good stuff planned for this year. I'm I'm very yeah. excited. I was excited before. Now I'm even more excited. For sure. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah. You guys yeah. are what I'm excited for. I don't get to be on because I'm busy on another track. But we're doing a UHF panel. Oh, oh my god! God damn it! Yeah, Joe. <laughs> I want to go to no. <laughs> You just just stay in our panel room. It's really the best. <laughs> I'm going to go anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but it, the, we're doing a UHF panel at 10 p.m. on Sunday. So cancel all your plans. Mm-hmm. Done. And cool. we're, we're going to do a UHF panel. Then we're just going to watch UHF. Oh. Yes. oh that, we, we, can we play Wheel of Fish? Yes, sure. No, but it okay. is sponsored by Spatula City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's and great. We, we have, we, uh, one, one, of our, one of our fans, and we have, we have the best fans, one of our fans has made us uh, custom spatulas to give away at the panel. (laughs) That is amazing. This is Sunday night. Okay, it's going into my itinerary. There it goes. I'm ready for that app to come out. You know what? I better get on the official DragonCon Facebook group and ask if it's updated yet. (laughs) (laughs) I better do do that. Sock puppet account. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I better do that right now. I feel like that'll help. Um, also, any word on the Sheridan? <laughs> That's the other question I have. Uh, official um, word is to keep an eye out. There they, it is. They're supposed to make an announcement, I think, tomorrow, and that's all we're officially announcing. Yeah, they. The they told, they, they sort of told the the over the grand poobahs, the overlords, kind of just told us, "Be cool. Let let us do the announcing." Okay. <laughs> so I like that. Yeah. So who knows? But and I and I I'm sorry that people were hurt and I believe someone died from Legion the Legionnaires disease. But yeah. I can't not think of the Legion of Superheroes when I hear that someone got it and I I feel bad for doing it. But there there it is. Yeah, I mean I kind of Not agree. When boy, I first Saturn girl, I, uh, there it is. When I first heard about it, I heard about, oh th- there's Legionnaires in Atlanta. I was like oh, good for them. I didn't know what it was. I thought of that show Legion immediately. I'm like, there's going to be a costume. Someone will be Legionnaires. Yeah. No, somebody for sure. There's going to be some hazmat people. There's always something controversial. The Sheridan always has like the pinup pool party too. I wonder if people Mm -hmm. are going to be like not wanting to get into the water. I don't know. Let's skip to the next (laughs) subject. They're going to get in the water in the hazmat suit. Dude, that's a party. They're just a gonna hazmat bikini contest. I'm calling yeah. it. Somebody no, do it. it. It's a wet hazmat contest. Oh, okay. <laughs> you wear the bikini over the hazmat suit. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Ah! 
Cool. That's great. There's my costume. People are like, oh, are you guys, uh, are you Marty and Doc from the beginning of uh, Back <laughs> to the Future? No, no, no. We're staying at the Sheridan. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, cool. So we're excited about that. And uh, like we said earlier, we got Yes Half Some. It's going to be 1 o'clock Saturday. And then 7 o'clock Saturday night, we've got the PKE Surge Cosplay Prom. Have you guys done uh, an event like that in the panel room before? Or is this kind of a, a first time? Because I'm really excited about this. This is the first time we have done such a thing. We've Everyone else goes... And, and Gary and I've talked about it many times over the years. Everyone else goes so all out on theirs that we, th- we thought, well, why, why compete? Just go have fun at those things. Mm-hmm. And then, we, then you guys came along with an idea, and we thought, well, I think that counts. I think that that's right down our alley. So, yeah, we'll give it a shot. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, and it, uh, listen, we'll have some streamers up, some, some balloons. Like, it'll feel like a prom at at like a high school that you know put in a little bit of effort yeah like a youth group yeah like a youth group only <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll all hold hands and pray before oh yeah i mean i was gonna do that anyway that's the first half of the yhs that's panel how my problem always was <laughs> um, yeah 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 well abby you were homeschooled what was your problem like yeah well a little different uh small group <laughs> No, uh, I was school K through eight, and then I did go to high school. Okay. Do you, are people, you going to tell your life story? Y'all want to know the rest? Yeah, private <laughs> school for two years, public school, junior, senior. All right, continue. Cool. Um, yeah, so we're going we're gonna, to, you know, we'll dim the lights. We'll have a little bit of music, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be in our fancy. There's some adult beverages, too. Can we talk about that or no? Yeah, well, I got a, a Pontoon Brewing, which is an Atlanta uh, brewery. They've got a, a Ghostbusters-themed beer called Something Stranger, and they're giving us a couple cases to, to oh my gosh yeah, yeah to kind of cool? you know to kind of have uh, a couple brews you know like, a like sponsored it'll be, party it'll be like a speakeasy yeah um yeah. it won't yeah. be like a speakeasy at all everybody's invited mm-hmm. but uh no it's we're, it's <laughs> we're, gonna we're not gonna have a tunnel that you can escape in after. <laughs> all the booze when, is when in the, the bathtub bust in right right people are gonna be like uh uh, on the on the app reviewing the uh, what was the American Sci Fi Classics eighties prom like kind of like Prohibition <laughs> more than anything. <laughs> uh, no, it's going to be great. We're excited about that. We're we're excited to partner up with you guys and uh, yeah, I, I think it's cool. I mean, uh, PKE Surge like we've been involved with it for you know a couple years, but mm-hmm. it's been going on for a decade. And to have uh, you know to see it in in, in the app and, and to kind of have a, a kind of an official tie to DragonCon is mm-hmm. is very cool so and be uh, able to welcome other people in like that's cool I'm excited yeah yeah now. so on, on behalf of all the PKE search people uh, we appreciate you guys uh, you. Uh, doing that no you guys are the funnest and we, we like to just um, we, we we love doing this what um, one of the things that Gary and I have found is groups of people that are willing to do geeky stuff and just need a place to land and do it. Just like we've met so many people through the, there's a, the, the podcast earth station one and the needless things podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, and you guys, uh, and the, the YouTube channel retro blasting, these guys put on tremendous panels for us. And, and you're one of those. we, Somehow we ran into you guys, and now we put you to work. So congratulations, I guess. No, we're excited. <laughs> it's fun. We love it. We yeah. like it. We like it a lot. Yeah. And 
we we're, yeah. once, once we put you to work and we find out that oh they're actually good at this, you don't get away. Yes. Yeah, it gets worse <laughs> in there. I'll be looking at Jake no, no. like, where's that tuttle they talked about? Where's the tuttle? <laughs> <laughs> It's like Shawshank Redemption. One fringe benefit of that I really had not thought about until just now, uh, Gary. One of the fringe benefits of being of our track room being where it is is we're right across the hall from one of the green rooms. Yes, and so mm. we uh, didn't. Uh, one of one of the doctors last year just hung out outside mm. our oh. track room. Yeah. Um, with, this uh, is one of. Yeah, one of my favorite moments from last year, and the only way I ever got my photo with a doctor so far is uh, Peter Capaldi. Apparently, is a huge Planet of the Apes fan, and so he came out of the green room on, on his way to go to a panel, and we were putting on a Planet of the Apes panel. We had some Planet of the Apes cosplayers. His handler had gone like halfway down the hall before they turned around and realized he was not with them because he was hanging out at the door into our track room <laughs> with his picture with these Planet of the Apes people, and I have a photo on my timeline of me in the background waving, because I'm like, I want to get my picture with him, but I can't, like, throw my phone at the, my my person working outside. I might hit the doctor. <laughs> That's so good. Yes. And those are the moments, like, as we kind of get towards, we you know, Dragon Con, and we start getting, you know, you deal with the stress, because it is it's stressful, and there's anxiety, and uh, we actually broke down our favorite Dragon Con panic attacks earlier, um, because of the, in the moment they're no the fun, hits. but looking back, oh boy, do I get nostalgic. Uh, but, uh, the- you can't really plan for those kind of moments. Mm-hmm. Like they just happen. Like the time I saw Billy D Williams coming out of the, the, the service elevator on his, on a rascal, just kind of like running people <laughs> over. Like, it's like, yeah. I'm never going to have that moment again, but I'll, it's burned in my memory. Right. So, uh, it's exciting. Um, yeah, you never know who's going to pop in. Are you guys doing anything with Robert England, or is he kind of being wrangled by a different track? We have one thing with him. Uh, horror track has him pretty much on lockdown most of the convention. Yeah, he did, he did something horror-related. What was it, Gary? Was God, it, <laughs> it was something. Hmm. Um, I think it was something about camp counselors. He was like yeah. Jason. Yeah, yeah. Sweet <laughs> Dreams by Annie Lennox. I think he was in the video. <laughs> That's right. There it is. <laughs> but but what we do have him for there there's one panel uh we we have we have uh Mark Singer and Jane Badler from V and he was on oh, V okay. he yeah. was Willie on 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 V so we've got him for a three person V panel I believe it's Saturday or Sunday Very cool That's cool yep. we we we're we're big Robert England fans I mean uh, for what it's worth Nightmare on Elm Street when I really sit down and think about it, it might be my it's either that or Halloween, all-time horror. I like the underground it's my hits. I like the underground hits. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Dream Warriors is my favorite. So yeah. 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 Um, my favorite of his is actually the Phantom of the Opera movie that he did. And I really would like mm-hmm. to get him to sign my copy of that from uh, Shot Factory Blu-ray I got. Well, I'll tell you what. The VHS Ooh. cover of that basically kept me out of that aisle of the blockbuster when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. So... <laughs> That's 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 my big VHS story. I think it went over pretty well. It was a good one, yeah. Thank that you. That was a hit. Thank you. Save it for the panel. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody scratch that. Um, well, guys, before we wrap up, uh, what else? Uh, what else would you like to uh, to talk about as far as uh, the upcoming Dragon Con schedule? And where is the best place for people to get information as it begins to roll out officially over the next couple of weeks? 
Um, our our official channel of information is we, we put most of our stuff, I think, on Facebook first. It's uh, facebook.com slash groups slash, again, American Sci-Fi Classics. All I think it's words. actually drank on American Sci-Fi Classics, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's that. And we're, we're on the Instagram at Sci-Fi Classic Track, but we, it's, it's so much easier just to put everything on Facebook. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. And if, if you're on Facebook, um, you know, whenever we plug our Facebook page, and Abby usually takes uh, the, the lead on that, mm-hmm. we just I tell them to go do. to the search bar and type in yes, have some. Yeah. It's the easiest way to get there. Yeah. So. It's so much easier, yeah. <laughs> uh, so go to Facebook and search American Sci-Fi Classics Track at Dragon Con, and mm-hmm. you'll get all the information you need. Um, as far as location, it's in the Marriott. Uh, same same room as last year, correct? Yep. Yes. M103 and M105. M103. Uh-huh. And it's a big room. It's a nice size panel space. Holds a lot of uh, – I don't know what the capacity is. I don't know. I'll, 300, 100, I'll just something slap like that. the door to the room and say, you can stuff so many nerds in here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's a, it's a good size panel space. And, and we really only kind of began to touch on just the sheer amount, like the volume – DragonCon Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and into Monday. You guys are going to have stuff going on all day, mm-hmm. uh, every oh, day. Of the Thursday, concert. Thursday, Ooh. we actually have stuff on Thursday. Wow. We have the sing on Thursday. Very cool. I like singing. Yeah, I will be there. I do too. Um, so yeah, eventually check- we're just gonna we're, we're just not gonna stop. We're just gonna constant, continually have Dragon Con. Yeah, they're, they're gonna be like, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. I'm Each totally year, a day is added. Yes. So it's uh, 365. Yeah, and then they're gonna say, uh, um, Dragon Con is at the American Sci Fi Classics track this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, that's great. We're very excited and, and uh, we're very appreciative of getting to work with you mm-hmm. guys, and we're excited to do for sure. some panels yeah, and. Same. and we're going to be talking about, I don't know if you guys heard, uh, Ghostbusters 3 is happening, uh, <laughs> which is insane because that I, I lost the bet of that's never going to, the, the official sequel is never happening yeah. in my lifetime. Uh, but it is, and it's being filmed right now, so we're going to be breaking down everything we know about that, yeah. talking about that Gremlins animated series mm-hmm. that's coming out, and uh, <laughs> we'll probably, uh, you know. Surprises. Do some interaction with the audience. Yeah, live stress. Uh, they can uh, tell us what they want to talk about. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we're gonna have some fun. Yeah, we'll find that uh, that hole and we'll burrow to the uh, food court. Hopefully, from <laughs> yes. the, the speakeasy. It's gonna be. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, we're gonna get a. I feel like that would be the best way if there were like an underground tunnel to the food court from perfect. the sci-fi classics panel. Make that happen. Right? It would be perfect. Man, let, let me just tell you, the secret food court last year was a revelation. Okay, secret food Where's court. Where's the secret food court? It's, I, I've been there. Oh, wow. I've okay, been there. Gary, Gary. Uh, pretty much instead of turning left when you're leaving the Marriott to, to take the habit trail to the food court, mm-hmm. you take a right. And then just before the, uh, the, t- the tube that takes you into the Hyatt, you know, there was the last year there was that big room with like the motorcycle behind the glass. Yeah. If you turn right there, that's a hallway that goes to a whole other food court. But it's it, only open, I think, on Friday. Oh. Ooh, secret oh. Friday secret food court. Secret Friday food court. Cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. It was so nice. And then I, I went and there were a lot of people there. And I thought, son of a bitch, there's too many people in this secret food court. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, that's Joe, Joe, that's where you stand at one of the tables and you say, some secret, you sons of bitches. <laughs> it's like starting Fight Club. I'm seeing a lot of new faces here. <laughs> you just the get whole point is you don't tell anyone about secret food court. <laughs> um, well, actually, we talked about that a little bit with the con suite. Um, <coughs> we, we were always under the impression that it was it was like a speakeasy and it was a, like totally under wraps. But we just noticed they they actually put it in the uh, the Dragon Con program. So, uh, ooh. Yeah. The, yeah. the big problem with the with the con suite is getting to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the other big problem is that one scoop of popcorn doesn't always Satisfy suffice. You, you need to get to that secret. That's why you corn. get back in line. Yes. You get back in line with a mustache or you do the uh, you get on each other's I'm not shoulders. Sure the, I'm not sure the people work in the con suite give a shit if you get back in line for more no, popcorn. They do. And that's why you need to get on each Don't other's shoulders, get on each other's shoulders <laughs> with a long trench coat, and then you yeah. can get back in line. That's the way to do it. Okay. Well, really- apparently, it just means you weren't going at the right time, because I would hit that thing usually about 2.30 in the morning, and they didn't care. They didn't care at <laughs> Dude, all. It gets late. It gets fun. It gets weird. It does get weird. I love it. Well, Gary, Joe, we really appreciate you stopping by, and uh, we're very excited we're going to link everybody to make sure that they can get all the updated information. And uh, we will see you guys here in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yes. Thank you guys so very much. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we have thanks, some. thanks for yeah. having some. <laughs> and now a, secret story. a super secret prom story from Joe Crow. My junior prom, my date almost died. Oh, what? Oh <laughs> Sorry. Okay, keep going. Okay. So, um, high school, Clanton, Alabama. Um, my my date was a a, a lovely girl who I was. We, we, we were buddies. She had moved out of town, and but we we kept we kept in touch. She um, all of our classmates were going to the prom, so she wanted to come too. So we went. It was not only. Um, junior prom it was also my first date with another female human okay and um so we go to the prom all is well seemingly until she begins speaking to classmates of ours who are not there who are on the other side of the room Mm. and then um she visits the bathroom and stays for 45 minutes Oh no! People, co- people come out of the bathroom going, "Joe, what is wrong with her?" And I go, "I do not know." <laughs> so they, they they say she's not well. She is. Um, she's she wakes up. She passes out. She's chattering. So I don't know what's happened to this poor woman. And um, again, first date. So. At that point, you're like, I guess dating's just weird. I guess it's tough. <laughs> yeah, I thought, okay, this is what happens on dates. <laughs> so, so I, uh, she, she uh, excuse me, she exits the bathroom, and I make the executive decision to let's go home. <laughs> and so, so I leave the prom with 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 this girl, and um, I take her back to her. The, the safety of her parents and because i'm 16 
I don't know things. I don't know right. how to do anything. And I find <laughs> out um, the, 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 a few days after prom, you know, friends of friends, they tell me she's okay, but they ask you, don't call. <laughs> okay. So, so they tell me she's fine, but they, they said, don't call her. So I didn't. And, um, and, and, um, like I said, that they, they said she's all right. So fast forward, um, a couple of years I'm in college and it turns out I'm, I'm in class with, um, with, uh, someone who went to high school with this girl and she said, they, they say, Oh yeah, she went to, um, she went to Chilton County high school and, uh, she went to a prom, the prom with some dude and almost died. And I went, I was that dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. So at her high school, I be, I was an urban legend. The guy I was, almost killed her. I almost killed her. So fast forward another couple of years, and I was at a wedding of mutual friends that we went to high school with. And they say, hey, she's still alive, and I have her phone number. So I go, okay, I'm going to call this woman. Finally. It's time to call her. Time to call. And, and um, she is doing fine now. She tells me the story. She says, well, everything was fine, Joe, after I learned how to walk and speak again. Whoa. She had some kind of bacteria that the doctors had not identified. Oh my god. This is insane. That's insane. <laughs> what a crazy and first date. First date. And so she goes, "Oh no, I I'm great now." And, uh, <laughs> and and we had a long conversation. Everything is fine. We're Facebook pals now. Um she's married. She has kids. Um uh, in fact, um her husband and kids came to some of my panels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last year, and so, but that is so, insane. That's that's the happy ending. Um, but it it colored my dating life. I'll say. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, it make, it, 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 it kind of makes every date le- like you're comparing it to like, well, how do uh, we went out? How was it? Well, you know, she's alive. She's alive, which is good. <laughs> that's like I'm two for two. Yeah. Um, there were no bacteria involved. That is so there were crazy. No I thought you were going to say that somebody poured pig's blood on her and the whole thing went up in flames. Uh, <laughs> that uh, that might have happened. I, and, and, of course, the, the, the rumors, uh, and, and they were like, Joe, what did you do to her? And I, and I was like, seriously, I'm king of the nerds. What could I have done to this woman? I, what 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 did I do? Give her give her a pocket protector? What did I do? <laughs> I did so, her homework for her. She almost I died. She uh, almost died because I did her algebra homework. Uh, well, I'm glad she's okay. I'm well, glad you're okay. I'm glad she's okay. And I'm, I I can't say that we'll have anything nearly that exciting happening at the uh, the the PKE search prom. But we can we can cross our fingers and hope. <laughs> we'll try. <so. laughs> we'll try. Yeah, we'll give it the old college gung ho try. All right. Well, I mean, we we already have. Uh, there's Legionnaire's disease in the hotel right next door. So I don't know. <laughs> Dude, could be a repeat. Let's do. Don't. Yeah, be careful. Yes. 
Uh, you find out that actually that's how this all comes around. She is patient zero of Legionnaires. <laughs> God, we it are was all her plan of revenge against Joe. Fine, she's been planning it for thirty years. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It's like some Kill Bill shit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Kill Joe. Let's do this. Hey, somebody Photoshop a Kill Joe, a kill Joe get, poster. Get Molly Ringwald. I'm seeing it happen. There you go. Cool. All right, everybody. That was your bonus story. Yeah. Bonus. All right. Bye. Yeah. Be safe Bye, guys. out there, guys. Thank you, guys.